Hello, you little soda pops, and welcome to episode 81 of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today I'm joined in Port Louis Studios by my blogging partner, Renee. Hey, I'm sitting over here looking over here at this Pac-Man machine, and I'm like, man, I really need me one of those at my house. Yeah, we should, we're going to have to <laughs> play it at some point. And we're also joined by our producer, Carrie. Hello. Hello. I know, I was kind of wanting to play it a while ago, too. Mm-hmm. I've recently... Uh, bought on my switch uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles shredders revenge which is like their newest arcade game oh yeah and it slaps it's awesome oh man would recommend if you have a switch well, i mean so. anytime anybody wants to play this y'all just gotta tell me i mean i kind of want to play this when we're done okay yeah. that's fine i, I turn i, <laughs> I kind of want to take it home problem. and just like let me hold it there for a little while and then bring it back so here, here's the thing with this this machine and, and i've talked about this before on other podcasts type programs um but the thing of this is like you can get those two up machines right that mm-hmm. are that are they, those are super cool like mm-hmm. you know it's it's and it's kind of the same thing what this machine does in terms of it's it's not it's a um um what do you call it oh it's not a simulation but an it's emulator. an emulator thank you mm-hmm. thank you sarah yeah so it's an emulator and you can get those for about $300 or so and they have about four or five games on them right usually with the Pac-Man machines that I've seen you get Pac-Man Miss Pac-Man Galaga and probably one other thing Galaga is my jam yeah so jam. the thing about this machine that I have personally is that this is an original Miss Pac-Man cabinet mm-hmm. that was lovingly restored by Utility Kyle mm-hmm. of Kyle and Lauren. It's mm-hmm. kind of, it's kind of jailbroken. It, 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 well, yeah. Stanley and so and it's yeah. also it's also a 60 in 1. Yes. So I have 60 games on yes, this. Yes, she does. Now, most of them you've never heard of. I've never heard of <laughs> them. But yeah. you know, I've got the the ones you want. I have Galaga, I have Pac-Man, I have Miss Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. I've got Frogger. Um, you know, I think uh Yes, she does. Yeah, but, but there's there's a, a 1942, which is a personal favorite of mine, is on here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a ton of games on here, and it's it's a nice little cabinet. Yeah, it really is. It is it's but, a very nice cabinet. But I always like to point out that it is not a two up machine. It is an original Miss Pac Man cabinet. No, it totally is. Yeah, very original. It, very. Yeah, it's nice. I like it and it's a awesome. lot. Yeah. Yes, it's a very. Cool and there are, there are days that I have this like Pac Man feeling and today just happens to be that day well hey you know what when when we're done here you can totally play it what i've found that's really weird is there's nothing you know it's got very few electronic components in it right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but it it interferes with the wi-fi it's very strange Hmm. yeah it's weird but oh well yeah but now you can totally play it yeah the force is strong with miss pac-man for sure (laughs) that is very true she's a a forceful lady. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> well, um, it's well, we finally found summer outside because it's real not today, but it's been real hella hot. And it's supposed to be by the end of the week. We're supposed to hit like ninety nine to a hundred by the end of this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again. I, yeah, I didn't enjoy that last week. No, and it's happening again this week. It's terrible, and I hate it. I hate being hot. I'd rather die in a refrigerator than to be hot. So. I mean, yeah. I well, then, for the it. people that are like, don't when you complain about this, you can't complain about winter. You know what? I'm going to complain any time that I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> so true. And if it's too hot, and I'm uncomfortable. If it's too cold, I'm uncomfortable. I'm going to complain if I'm uncomfortable. So here's an argument we always have with the late great Stuart Rice, right? Was he always said that he would much rather have the power go off or whatever in the wintertime. And I said, you're nuts. Mm-hmm. Because I've experienced that in the ice storm of 03. Mm-hmm. And it was so cold you couldn't sleep. Like your face stung. You couldn't cover your face enough to sleep. It was, it was, it was awful. And uh, if it's hot out... And I'll just tell you that our thermostat upstairs did go out last the beginning of last week. We had we got the problem fixed, but um, you can open a window. You know, you, there there are there are things that you can do. You can take off your clothes. I mean, there are things that you can do to remedy being hot. But being cold, trying to sleep in the cold, that's a whole other ball game that I have experienced, and I never want to experience it again. Yeah, they're both terrible, but. I don't know. You can only take off so many clothes before you just peel your skin off. Yeah. Rob. So here's 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 a here's a little controversial topic for this show. Okay. What's your optimal temperature? What's your optimal thermostat temperature? Because you know, it's it's controversial. Sixty nine, maybe up top, my brother. 
I won't leave you hanging. You know, hell, never not funny. <laughs> right, yeah. Joke, yeah. I bet truly it is. I mean, I like for my house to be not chilly, but I like for it to be cooler. Yeah. Mostly because it gets kind of stuffy, like, upstairs. So, I keep it at a lower temperature. I think it's at 70 right now, but preferably it would be around 68, 69. So, do you have two levels or three levels? Two. Two levels. So, you have yeah. upstairs and then you have, like, a basement. Area yeah, there. like, my bedroom's kind of a basement type okay. situation, but it gets super cold downstairs. It does Renee has cool. stayed in the spare yeah. room a lot. It gets really cold downstairs, but it gets hot upstairs, so that's... Why the thermostat has to be lower. And you have I two. Mean. So you just have one thermostat that controls them all. Yeah. <laughs> one thermostat to control them all. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yes. yes. Lord of the townhouse. Yes. Okay. But that's mine. What's no. yours, Renee? Um, my house stays on 70 regardless of what it is. Yeah. Nice. I don't mess with thermostat 70. Okay. How so we're, we're about 74, 75 up in here. Yeah. It is a little warmer in here than yeah. in my house, but that's okay. I'm not hot or anything. Though. Okay, yeah. But, like, that's a super controversial topic for people. Like, people yeah. get angry. Oh, trust. I've had roommates yes. before where we fought vigorously over the thermostat because they were cold, but it was boiling lava hot upstairs. So, yes, I have been there and fought that fight, but now I live alone, so I can do whatever I want. Oh, there you go. That's and, right. again, in this house, we have the luxury and or the curse, I guess, depending on your perspective, excuse me of the fact that we have we can set the upstairs and the downstairs it's on two different units so we can set the upstairs and the downstairs differently but they're usually about about the same one of them breaks well then you have to yeah yeah when you have to replace two hvacs well yeah that's not fun but let's not even talk that into existence yeah (laughs) because i have the same thing (laughs) it sinks yeah and it would suck to not have your air on like today, like right now, it's 79 degrees, which... It is, feels amazing outside feels right now. When, when we were outside mm-hmm. earlier, it felt cold yep. compared uh-huh. to Friday. Yeah, if you're in the shade, it's a little, a little cool. Yeah, a little yeah. Cool. when I got in my car... To what the do they park, always say? It's a cool 79 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> and in the winter, it's a balmy 28 or whatever. But um, I got my car to leave work on Friday at 5.30 p.m. and it was 99 degrees. So, you know... Whatever. I told Richard, his, Richard that his African weather has come over here. I was like, you could take it back. Yeah, and like I'd go outside, like get off the bus, and be like, "Oh, it doesn't feel that hot." Yes, it does. Actually, mm-hmm. take it back for like three seconds. It didn't feel that bad. No. It literally, when I leave work at midnight and I walk outside, as soon as those doors open, I feel like I'm getting hit in the face with a sauna. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "You're talking midnight." And it's still that that bad. It's all it's horrible. So I'm pretty sure we're personally. I feel like I'm living in hell. Yeah, it's very hot, and I don't like to be hot. Nope. I'm not the kind of person that can be hot. My it's my comfort zone is sweating. important to me, and I'm going to complain anytime I'm not comfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just get really sweaty, and I'm sorry. That's kind of too much information, but you know, when it's hot, I sweat a lot, and I can't stand it. So okay. If we're inside and the air's on, I'm not sweating, and we're good. Everything's fine. Everyone's that means happy. you're hydrated. Friend. That's right. Sure am. Hydrated with beer, pop. No, I'm just joking. I drink a lot of water when I'm at home. I've decided I drink enough water at home to offset what I drink at work, which is mostly coffee and maybe a diet. Like, not diet Mountain Dew. Sadly, we don't have that anymore. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Um, a Coke Zero Sugar. But, you know, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I feel I feel very hydrated these days. Good. So. So hydrated. Your, your kidneys, your kidneys appreciate that. They sure do. Um, well, at least we're all in here in the cool, and we're enjoying each other's company. And I'm glad that I'm here with my friends doing this podcast. So it'll be a good day for it'll sure. Be a good day. Yeah, absolutely. So we got a lot of good stuff to get to today. But first, if you work in the restaurant industry, or you have a food blog, or anything related to food, let us know. We'd love to have you on the show. Uh, you can slide into our DMs on Twitter and Instagram at HungryAndKY. Or you can send us an email. We're HungryAndKY at com. We can also do Skype or face- Facebook Messenger calls, too, if you're not local and you want to be on. But truly not Zoom. Zoom it, sucks. It sucks and it doesn't work with our equipment, which mm-hmm. is weirdly also named Zoom. So which we go through this a lot. We've talked about it I just it like before. to throw it out there oh. for... I don't know if there's a new listener who, I don't know, if this is your first episode, welcome. Well, Hello. and it's just, it's so funny because on all the, like, I'm on a, some different podcasting groups on Facebook or whatever, 
and they're always like, here's like 12 other things that you can use besides Zoom. <laughs> Literally anything. I mean, do you work for some sort of an organization that uses Teams? I have a Teams account. I do. We can Teams it up. Teams is maybe my preferred platform. So, you know, I can navigate that. We can have a gallery. Although, I think you have to have six people to have a gallery. Bring your two friends with you. Your three friends with you. We can have a gallery. Yeah. It can all look like we're sitting underwater or in a farm or whatever. We can have fun with it. Either way, we can make it work. So, come hang out with us if you'd like. We like guests. They're fun. We'll have a good time. Mm -hmm. For sure. Alrighty, so... What you guys been up to lately? What kind of food adventures have we been on? So, so you and I went to Boondogs. We sure did with Lauren. We yes. We had a GBS we outing. We did have a little GBS outing. With, Kyle was there and yeah. Sylvia was there and the CFO, the CFO was, was there. Everybody was there. Yeah. Um, first time I'd been there. First time you'd been there mm-hmm. too, right? Yeah. Uh, Lauren and Kyle had been there previous. Uh, they really liked it. It's actually not too far from Fort Lewis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not that far from Fort Lewis. Uh, I would tough, totally go there again. Yes, I, I want to go. Definitely want to try more of their food. It was absolutely delicious. I've been by there to pick up food for other people. So I had a Kentucky yeah. dog, which had chow chow on it and some other stuff. But the hot dog was the hot dog was really good, like yes, high qu- high quality hot mm-hmm. dog, very high quality hot dog. The bun was interesting because it wasn't your traditional hot dog bun. Mm-hmm. It was more of like a, I guess Sarah, would you say like a Texas toast kind of? But it was soft. Yeah. It wasn't like crunchy or anything. Kind of like Renee was talking about the yeah. Cane's bread earlier. A little it's kind bit. of like someone took the Cane's bread and kind wrapped of. it around a hot dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or like, like bigger and like yeah. maybe butterier. Or like the CFO and I were talking about, like maybe like a lobster roll type of thing. Sure. Um, but it was very good. All the ingredients were high quality. Yeah. Um, what else do we have? The CFO had, he had the sausage plate, which is a market price type of thing. They changed their sausages around. He wished he had gotten one of their their um, um, hot dogs that was like a, a special, special hot dog. Yeah. But he really liked the sausage plate. It was good. And then I had the deep fried bourbon balls for mm-hmm. dessert, which okay. were really good. And then Sarah had some other different things. Yeah, I had the Atomic Dog, which... To be fair. I mean, I like the name. Yes. I also liked the name. And the waitress, we had a very good, awesome waitress. She was fabulous. And um, she did say, it's not for the faint of heart. It's for people that really like spice. And I did have to bow out of the spice a little bit because I had fried jalapenos, cheddar jack cheese, and chipotle mayo. But they didn't de-seed the jalapenos. So they were like oh, wow. too hot for human consumption. But you like, So I, I it, failed on those. But everything else was really good. And it, the jalapenos were good too. But it was just like I can't do this at this current moment. And in fairness, like she really did. Because you were like, how spicy is this? And she was like, it's pretty spicy. Like she didn't, yes. you know. I and mean, she was right. And I give her credit for that. I mean, it didn't stop me from eating it. I picked off a couple of the jalapenos. So coming from... But- Two people that have actually eaten their hot dogs. You, I'm sure you guys will back this up. This isn't your typical standard like ballpark Frank hot dog, right? He said this is a more quality hot dog than because they do cost a little bit more than a like a normal local hot dog standard or something you would get at Speedway. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's an all beef hot dog, so it's yeah. a high quality hot dog. But like, yeah. I mean, I think you could still get it. Like they had ballpark ballpark type mm-hmm. hot dogs there the one that carrie had was kind of because you had like basically a plan of chicago dog kind of but yeah. with chow chow yeah. which is a kentucky thing yeah. yeah so like they have like chicago dogs which are big ballpark dogs but you could just get like an all beef you could build your own hot dog basically mm-hmm. and okay. make it like something you wanted to get at the ballpark too they just have like these specialty ones and then like a build your own and like they also have like burgers and they grilled cheese like they had plant-based hot dogs too I've heard their burgers are really good. Yeah, so they have a lot of different stuff. Um, well, the I, atmosphere over there is pretty cool, too. They've got uh, some good outside, outdoor seating. Oh, their outdoor space is yeah. fabulous. Unfortunately, yeah. it was raining a little bit when yeah, we went. Yeah, right. So we sat inside, but their inside was nice. Yeah, I like yeah. their inside a lot, and they've got a full bar, um, local brews and stuff. And that hot dog was really good, but it was spicy. So if you're into really, really, really spicy, would recommend. I want to try the pimento dog. Sure. Because it seems interesting. I've heard that one's really good, too. But, yeah, the hot dogs were really good. And I had the onion rings that were really good. I had splurged and got dessert. So, they had a, a chocolate chip a la mode. Oh. That was really good. So, yeah, it was all really good. It was a good experience. I want to go back for sure. So, I've been wanting to go there for months. And it lived up to the hype. So, 
Yeah, uh, it, tell, it like totally back. lived up the hype. I totally agree. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, I went to Mirror Twin, which is really nothing new. Uh, we had a co-worker get a new job, so we had a going away party for him. So that was fun. Um, introduced the group to the potato and chorizo pizza. Oh, yeah? None of them had ever had. So I think that was a real hit. But they have a... We sat on the fancy side, not the regular brewery side. But um, they still had the some of the good beers over there. They had Little Citra Monster, which I always forget about. Which they don't have it always, though. I don't feel like that's a kind of a rare one. But Little Citra Monster is really good. They were canning it, and then they kind of, and kind of went away from it. I haven't yeah. seen it in a while. Yeah, so. I hadn't either. This was the first time I'd seen it in a while. But that's a quality beer if you're looking for like an easy drinking IPA. Very quality. Would recommend but that was fun. Um, and uh, I think we got like three different pizzas. So you can't really go wrong with that. Ro- rolling up it is so good. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't like rolling up, then I don't know what's wrong with no, you. No, I don't either. So speaking of breweries, uh, we went down to a better yesterday. Oh, their, nice. their new location. So they had the location, at which they call it Lexington Road. And I don't know, because it's, it's still Winchester Road mm-hmm. right, when you're going into Winchester off of 60. I, I think it's funny how it's Winchester right. Road in Lexington, but it's Lexington Road right, in Winchester. Right. I so, feel like it's like that in all the other cities where, like, Georgetown Road is Lexington Road. Or in, in Georgetown, Probably, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I think it's just a Broadway, but I don't know. Who knows? So anyway. it's 60. Let's just call it 60. So their old location was right off 60, and it was very small. But they had good beer, and it was it was they had a nice little patio space and stuff like that. So like I want to say in 2020, like when all the bad times happened, they were starting to build out this new space, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, ended up in down in down da- more in downtown Winchester, off of Depot Depot Street, I believe it is. Sure, which is right near the the train tracks. And so that's their new space now. And uh, we went down there. It's a nice space. It really is. It's nice. They have a nice patio area. It's open air. They have garage doors. They have a nice bar area. There's a big space in the back where they have cornhole. They have that sand shuffleboard game. Um, they have they had a foosball table. Uh, they had a ton of different beers and mixed drinks and bourbon and wine. So they got a, a little something for everybody. And I guess the bartender was telling us that Bell on Wheels is kind of their resident food truck. Okay. I've heard of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a resident food truck. And they have brunch down there on Saturdays anyway, maybe on Sundays oh. too. But we were down there on Saturday. So cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Check it out. Yeah. Um, I've been on a make your own Mexican pizza kick. I guess out of nostalgia for the, the Mexican pizza from Taco Bell that mm-hmm. just recently came back. Um, but I found a way to make it at home that's kind of healthy off this blog that I follow, um, masonfit.com. It's this guy that does like macro friendly recipes and he calls, I think he calls this blog like kind of healthy recipes or whatever. But, um, that one's really good. I actually made it again last night. So I got a whole week's worth of Mexican pizza mix to make Mexican pizzas with and I developed it. For the breakfast item too, so oh cool! You just put eggs in between the tostadas <laughs> instead of meat and beans. That makes, that it, makes breakfast. it breakfast. That makes it breakfast. Does make it breakfast? <laughs> make then, it breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> you put a little of the. You can buy the Taco Bell um, creamy jalapeno sauce that uh-huh. they used to put in the shredded chicken burrito. R.I.P. That was my favorite from Taco Bell. I love that burrito. And they took it away, and I'm very upset at them. Right. And I thought I was the only person that ate it. I guess Carrie did too. So. Thank you. Thank you for being right there with me. With Did the it have chicken. rice in it? Yes. See, yes. It was very simple. It yep. had shredded chicken. It was delicious. Cheese. Yep. Rice. Mm-hmm. And the creamy jalapeno sauce. Oh, really good. And it was a chef's kiss of fantastic. <laughs> no, you can buy the sauce like at the grocery store. So put a little bit of that on the eggs and put it in between two tostadas and pop it in the oven for a few minutes. There we go. Very good. Very good. And uh, we'll talk about the Mexican pizza here in a little bit. A little bit further, but yes, I've just, it's been, it's been heavy on my mind lately, and I've been eating a, a lot of them. Macro-friendly, of course, so they're healthy. There you go. Yes. So, what else did we, what did you get into, Renee? Um, actually, recovering from a 5K that I did yesterday. Um, it was the Superhero 5K that was at Keeneland. I talked about it on, on Renee's reports, uh, several weeks ago, but, um, 
there was a great turnout. There's probably 600 people that showed up. The money was all going toward a foundation that helped children who had a heart defect. Um, it was a beautiful day to be out running. Gorgeous. The weather, well, you couldn't have asked better for the weather. And the course was fantastic. Of course, the scenery at Keeneland, you can't beat that. Um, but it was it was a lot of fun. I'm a little sore this morning, but it was it was good. I told I really enjoyed it. And then later on that afternoon, I met my brother and our friend Brian out at Proud Mary and ate there. They were ever so kind to change their pork nachos to chicken nachos for me, and I really appreciate that. Nice. And they they were really good. So and that and they were packed. I'm talking almost every parking spot out there completely packed um they have a fantastic outdoor area they have people playing music all the time Mm -hmm. they got a bar inside outside like that's that's you can't beat that place and the food the food's really good but the other areas that they've got going on down there is good so if you've not been you you should definitely check that out yeah i've not been there in a while but (laughs) it was good when i went out there Uh definitely got a one to get there but Mm -hmm. It's worth it, I feel like. Because mm-hmm. so. I feel like that you could go and you could stop at Boondogs and then you could just keep going and you could go down to Proud Mary. Mm-hmm. You could stop at Boondogs and get something and then you could just get in the yeah. car and drive and then you'd be hungry again by the yeah. time you get, <laughs> get there. Take those a lot and need the yeah. little roads to get to both places. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like it. And then maybe in between you stop at Gene Ferris and get some wine. There you go. Yeah. Right in between Boom. the two. Of so them. that's a full trip. Boom. Old Richmond Road. It's a, a uh-huh. corridor that no one ever talks about. It's true. Yeah. Yes. Well, and you could also, it, Raven Run is down that way too. Yep. So yep. you could stop at Raven Run, hike off the boondogs, and then go down to Proud Mary. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Exactly. I like it. See, totally we planned couldn't. your whole Saturday out for you no. folks. So. Uh, my brother and uh, and his friend Brian had went, parked their car there at Proud Mary and got on the river and kayaked. For two hours up the river, so and came came back. So, um, and then they ate there afterwards. So there was a lot of people out fishing and doing stuff. He said they said the river was actually kind of busy, and they even seen a puppy rescue. A puppy was stuck on a on a on a rock, and people were out there trying to save it. So I was like, well, I'm glad they saved it. (laughs) Oh, did Brian's puppy go too? Did Brian's puppy go with the nope? Nope, he didn't go. go. Sad day. Yeah. Brian has the prettiest dog. Yes. The prettiest husky. He's like white and like kind of red. Is it? Yeah, he's like red and white. Red, reddish brown color. Yeah. yeah. It's not a color you see a lot on a husky, but he's really pretty. But anyway. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Yeah, we definitely we need to get to Proud Mary's again sometime too. That's a good one. Awesome. Well, then now I think that it's time for America's favorite segment, Renee's Reports. I've got two things that I think I brought up the last time that I want to bring it up again just because it's getting ready to come up and I want to reiterate people getting out there. Um, So June 20th through June 25th is going to be Lexington Boutique Week. Um, I'm going to try to get out there and check out a bunch of uh, the shops that they have out there. Um, there's a lot of places the time that I done it. I think it was the first time that they had it. I got out there for for our blog and the podcast, and I go. I hit up places I'd never been before. I actually had to Google. I had to put in the direction map because I'm like I don't even know where this is. So it was kind of cool to actually get out and be able to see some of these places. So go out, support local, and and check out some of these uh, businesses. Also, the Bluegrass Creative Market, their summer market, is going to be at the Olika Temple. On June 25th and 26th, and it's from going from 10 to 3. It's on Southland Drive. It's that is so much fun, especially on Sunday when you can get out there because you can hit that up and hit the farmers market up that's out there. Uh, you've got Winchell's, you've got Southland Bagel, you've got Critchfield Meats that's there, and they've got a, a little like deli area in there that you can get a grill or whatever you can get hamburgers and and chicken sandwiches and all kinds of stuff because they're they're fantastic um so check check all that stuff out it's it's so good um we i I speak highly of there's there's several businesses that i've ran into because of the bluegrass uh, 
creative market that I still use and I keep in contact with people. Sissy cooks it up being one of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I order cookies from her all the time. She's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. My cousin's out there now too. The, um, the slab and cedar. There you go. Yeah. So check her out. She makes a lot of pottery. Yeah. Uh, Several of her mugs and stuff. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Go, go, uh, go check her out and say hi. Also, apparently there is a, Kentucky Pop-Ups second trunk show that's going to be July 3rd from 10 to 4 at Tate's Creek Road um, Middle School. So that looks like we've got all kinds of uh, artisans, crafters, small businesses of the bluegrass, all local business people that are going to be out. It's going to be a vendor fair. And that those are so much fun to be able to hit that stuff up the people are going to be to start doing the christmas in july sales <laughs> carrie's face is always amazing i love bringing up christmas when i'm not supposed to um and then also dave's blazing barbecue is putting the finishing touches on their building and they're going to be opening up in georgetown here pretty soon so that's another barbecue place we can hit up once they kind of get the ground running there cool yeah good deal Lots of good stuff going on. Uh, always. Lots of good weeks. So definitely get out there and check out that stuff. So thanks for those reports. So we'll throw it back to me, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, I'm going to switch things up a little bit because what I'm about to say ties in with another segment. Or other two segments. They're... I don't know. Cohabitating. I don't know if that's the right word, but that's what I'm going to say. Adjacent. Yeah. Or adjacent segments. Um, one has to do with the other. Okay. So. But I feel like it makes more sense to do this one first. So we're going to skip to America's newest segment, Ooh. the Hinky History Lesson. So, um, okay. So bef- before we get to, to oh, yes. your, your history lesson and we do the, the official intro, right? <laughs> the trumpet. <laughs> Oh, yes, I've forgotten what it is. So. <laughs> it's, it's the trumpet. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think I remember now. <laughs> okay. So you can remember that. But I wanted to do a little bit of an addendum to the the inaugural Hinky History segment that we did last week. Mm-hmm. Or not last week. Last, uh, last episode, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh for about KFC, right? So I saw this or I saw this article and I was like, well, I have to talk about this because it, it's it's directly related. So apparently, according to the Daily Mail, and the Daily Mail has a lot of good articles out there. I, I that's one of my go-to news sites, honestly. They have the a lot Daily of Mail. they have a lot of weird stuff and that's yes. kind of mainly why I look at it. But the bottom line is, cash offers only. Kentucky restaurant created by KFC founder Harlan Sanders for his wife in 1959, which boasts its original menu of fried tri- chicken and fried green tomatoes, goes on sale for $5 million. The Claudia Sanders Dinner House in Shelbyville is on sale for $5 million. The price tag does not have a distinct number. Realtors said the new owners would have to provide proof of at least $5 million in cash. So maybe not quite five million, but you gotta you gotta prove that you got the cash on hand, right? Mm-hmm. The restaurant originally opened in 1959 by Harlan Sanders for his wife Claudia. The restaurant was owned by the Sanders and their friends, the Settles, and the Settles are now committed to finding a new caretaker of the historic brand. The five thousand square foot residence, which is huge, that's really big, that the famous couple lived in for more than 20 years is also included in the price of the dinner house. The property also comes with the trademark Claudia Sanders likeness and historic memorabilia, but not the secret chicken recipe. Uh. So for five mil, you get the house, you get the memorabilia, but you still don't get the recipe. Well, not worth it then. I don't get you don't think? Don't get the, don't How much know. property is it? Does it say? Um... Three acres. Three acre property. How much is that memorabilia really worth, though? It's also it also includes a five thousand square foot residence where they both where they lived. Um, served as the first KFC headquarters. Um, so part of that money you're paying for the for the name. Yes, totally. So it says the new buyer will receive the recipe the restaurant uses, although it is unclear if it matches the original KFC recipe, which is now owned by Yum Brands. 
Hmm. So it's a nice property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not terrible. I mean, I guess it's probably <coughs> worth five million dollars. I don't know. It'd be it'd be better if it came with the recipe, though. Now, so among the memorabilia is the original Colonel certificate given to Harlan Sanders. So oh, you get the Kentucky right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Also includes a pressure cooker engraved with his name and the stove. Festive should be in the museum. The stove he used to teach mm-hmm. franchise owners how to cook the perfect bucket of KFC. That's yeah. what should be in the museum. Someone should just buy that and turn it into a museum. I think so. Yeah. Or if you want to live there, I guess if you want that to be your house, dollars. then you need to give that stuff to the museum so that could be preserved. Ah, so it's not even the original dinner house. Apparently, the original one burned down in 1999. Well, the value is just going down but it was, the more you read. But it was rebuilt. <laughs> not ah. the same. Then I'm definitely not spending five nope. mil on it. Sorry. Maybe 2.5. Three, I'd probably if I had just millions of dollars lying around, I'd probably throw three at it. Yeah, throw it and see what sticks at least. Yeah, I mean just for the property anyway. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's well, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a nice follow-up anyway. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. I saw it and I thought, huh? If somebody had five mil lying around, yeah, you might want to buy it. Yeah, I guess if you didn't have anything else to do with it. I wonder if that um, KFC themed. Bed and breakfast is still available because because oh, we talked no, no, about no. that before because yeah. it was before the COVID. I think that was a pop up. That was a pop up only. Yeah, and a lot of those end up being in Europe, which is weird because I think there's been a couple more like based on other fast. I feel like there was a Taco Bell one that was a pop up bed and breakfast. Probably, maybe. Oh, that's funny. Well, that's a good segue into my hinky history lesson, which is also a part of the Yum Brands family of restaurants, um, which I didn't even think about till right now. That um, we are talking about the history of Taco Bell's, you guessed it, Mexican pizza. Ooh. Yes. Well, that's what I was talking about when I said it would come up later. Yes. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember which trumpet <laughs> was, noise I did. It's like for a it, fanfare. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> like the Mario one, kind of, but really janky. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's it. Okay. So this is a, a pieced together history of the Mexican pizza because it doesn't have a Wikipedia page. I'm it does, shocked. but there's nothing on it. It just says, there's really nothing to see here. If you'd like to see other things about Taco Bell, you can um, go to this page or that page. Like, for as much as people have griped when they took it off, like, as much as people moaned and, and howled to the moon mm-hmm. about Taco Bell, like, it's discontinued it. And then people were like, they brought it back, and then people were like, well, it's not the same. Uh, you know, and then people griped about it. Yeah. Like, I'm shocked somebody hasn't written a I know. Wikipedia entry on it. But that's okay, because I piecemealed together a history. Um, so my sources were a mash.com article, the untold truth of Taco Bell's Mexican pizza, an insider article, insider.com, um, Taco Bell's running out of the Mexican pizza. And then, um, Reddit from the R living moss okay. section of Reddit. So there's a whole community on Reddit, R living moss for people that are enthusiasts of Taco Bell. And this was uh, the history of the Mexican pizza. So, in 1984, Taco Bell developed a new product called the Mexican-style pizza, in quotes. The product consists of a layer of ground beef and beans spread between two flat flour tortilla shells. Excuse me. The upper shell is topped with cheese and pizza sauce. Taco Bell introduced the new product under the name Mexican pizza in several test markets in 1984 and early 1985. Because of the product's success in test markets, Taco Bell decided to distribute its Mexican pizza nationwide. When Taco Bell first introduced the Mexican pizza in 1985, it went by a different name, the Pizzazz Pizza. Ooh, I don't like that Ooh, name. Which it was known for as for three years, according to the Orange County Register. In 1988, Taco Bell rebranded Pizzazz Pizza as Mexican Pizza, and though the Mexican pizza re- commercial referred to it as a new addition to the menu, it looked exactly like the one that appeared in the Pizzazz Pizza commercial a few years prior. The only difference, aside from the names, was how they were marketed. While Pizzazz Pizza was presented as more of a fun midnight snack, 
The Mexican pizza was all about the fresh, wholesome ingredients that combined the best elements of Mexican and Italian cuisine, including ground beef, tomatoes, green onions, black olives, and a two-cheese blend. Over the years, the Mexican pizza lost the green onions and black olives simply because Taco Bell phased them out. These toppings were ultimately replaced with refried beans, and the two-cheese blend was upgraded to a three-cheese blend. Taco Bell, through its advertising agency, conducted consumer research in February of 1985 to test consumer reactions to Mexican pizza and to develop appropriate advertising. They discovered that Mexican pizza did not accurately describe the product and that the word Mexican, with its suggestion of spiciness, might deter the potential consumer. Based on suggestions of consumers and focus groups, Taco Bell's advertising agency suggested changing the product name from Mexican pizza to Pizzazz Pizza. Pizzazz was chosen since it was believed to describe the qualities of the product as, quote, zest, vim, and liveliness, and because pizzazz was a play on the word pizza. (coughs) Unfortunately for Taco Bell, this decision led to a lawsuit with the pizza chain called Pizzazz Pizza, which led to the name reverting back to the Mexican pizza. One might assume that if the Mexican pizza drew in one specific demographic, it would probably be Italians, but according to a website called The Takeout, it was actually Taco Bell's South Asian American consumers who flocked to the iconic menu item. The reason is that Mexican pizza can be made vegetarian or halal friendly. While other fast food chains only began releasing plant-based alternatives to their menus in recent years, most famously the Impossible Whopper in 2019, Taco Bell's Mexican pizza had been around for decades, and it was actually a tastier option. Taco Bell fans were outraged in November 2020 when the chain discontinued the Mexican pizza after 35 years on the menu. More than 170,000 people signed a Change.org petition called Save the Mexican Pizza. Even celebrities like Dolly Parton and Doja Cat called for the beloved dish to make a comeback on the menu. If you'll remember... A few, a couple of months back, on GBS's News of the Weird, that Dolly and Doja Cat were teaming up to make a Taco Bell musical called um, "The Mexican Pizza: The Musical." Yes. In order to campaign to bring the Mexican pizza back, they actually didn't have to do it because Taco Bell brought it back on its own. Okay, dumb question. Who's yes. Doja Cat? Um, she's like a musician. A, yeah, she's like. <laughs> I like I like the air quotes we're getting. Yeah, like she's okay. like a rapper, kind kind of like in the vein of I would say like Megan The Stallion or like Cardi B or someone like that. Oh, yeah, kind of like poppy, but also kind of rappy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I'm old. Okay, go ahead. Oh, the, her song is in a Taco Bell commercial that "Get Into You," I think is what it's called. But um, it's in the one where the nerd girl runs into the nerd guy in the subway. Yes, and, and knocks over the knock garbage over the can. trash can. Yeah. Dong. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then it starts playing after that. That's how I knew it. And then we listened to it in our office on a loop for like two straight weeks. Because it's a catchy song. But but yes, that's who Doja Cat is. Thank She's a, a very much a fan and a proponent of the Mexican pizza. And a lot of people credit her bringing it back. So, check okay. her out. I like, I like Doja Cat. Yeah. Um, Taco Bell did, in fact, bring back the Mexican pizza on May 19, 2022, but they vastly underestimated how much folks really loved the timeless classic. In two weeks' time, the chain announced that the Mexican pizzas were selling at a rate of seven times faster than they had anticipated, which led to supply chain issues in some markets. They are currently working to get the proper ingredients back in stock at all restaurants and plan to make the Mexican pizza a permanent fixture once again on the Taco Bell menu. So that's that's interesting because first of all you you had some information in there that I honestly didn't know like the pizzazz thing <laughs> yeah I didn't know no that clue either. but you also had some information in there that I was like oh yeah I kind of remember that because this you said this this debuted in 1984 85 mm-hmm. somewhere around there they probably test market in 84 and then nationally yeah. it went national in like 85 so when you said that about the black olives I distinctly remember the Taco Bell Mexican pizza having black olives because I distinctly remember when we would go, when we would be able to go to Taco Bell as like a, like a fast food treat or something like that. Um, and the Mexican pizza was like, Ooh, we're getting a Mexican pizza. I remember it. Ha- like I-, I can see it in my head. Yeah. And I feel like it had sour cream too. 
I feel like there was a sour cream option. I mean, it does at my house. Or yeah. maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe like on in the advertisements, like in magazines or something, like if they advertise it, it had like sour cream on it, but maybe it didn't actually come with sour cream. But mm. I just, I have a distinct memory of the black olives. Yeah. Yeah, which is, that's, that's weird. I feel like. I don't know when the black olives went away, but I do kind of feel like I remember it too from when I was younger, but they definitely don't have them now, which is good because I've lost my taste for black olives. What? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I used to love black olives on pizza. I still love them. Yeah. They just, it's a taste that has gone the wayside. Interesting. In my elder years, my elder millennial Hmm. years. But yeah, I, I do. I distinctly remember it, but I've never, never heard it called a pizzazz in my life. Mm-mm. Like, that's a new one on me. Mostly because they got sued by pizzazz. Well, guess, and so. it, it, it makes, like, I, I'm going to, now I'll have to, now I'm going to have to do a deep dive on the McDonald's pizza, right? Because you remember that? I wonder if it was mm-hmm. the same time. I don't know. Um, and maybe that's why they call it, like, I know you said they called it pizzazz because they thought that that kind of had a better connotation. But I'm also interested in the fact that you said it, it when it originally came out, maybe in a test market, that had a sauce on it. Because it doesn't have a sauce like a pe- on it. Yeah. Um. Well, on the top, it has, like, like almost, uh, the one from the restaurant almost has, like, an a like an adobe type sauce on the top, like adobe pepper type sauce on the top. A little bit, but I, like f- a, I feel like like when you were like sauce. when you were first reading the article, I guess maybe in their test market, since they were trying to market it to yeah, as pizza, ta- to, as pizza to Italian meal, maybe they actually had like a spicy tomato sauce on it, which would be weird. Yeah, that would be weird. And I know you can like pizza will make actual taco pizzas, mm-hmm. which I feel like which I've made I like. them in the past. I like and, them. Yeah, I like them. I could take them or leave them. Donato's has a good one. Yeah, man, Donato's, that's an underrated pizza place, it too, is. by the way. But they had a good taco pizza. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not my favorite pizza, but I would eat it. So, But to me, yeah. this isn't, the, the, the Mexican pizza Taco Bell is not a taco pizza. No. Right? It's different. Yeah, I mean, it's probably more a sandwich before you would call it a pizza because it's in between... Kind of, yeah. yeah. Could almost. you call it that? Almost? I don't know. In between two tostadas, which but, I mean, but, or just tor- like hard tortillas. Maybe they just know. cut it in a pizza sauce way. They kind sure of. do. Yes, yeah. they do. But yeah, I was fascinated when you were reading that, and I'm like, huh, sauce? Because yes, it has maybe a thin, a very thin layer of that adobo, but adobo. But it sounded mm-hmm. like it really almost had like a some some kind of weird spicy <laughs> tomato <laughs> sauce on it. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, especially when they first debuted it, to be able to put pizza sauce on there. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Pizza yeah, sauce and taco stuff, I don't think that goes I good either. I wouldn't have eaten that because I'm not the biggest pizza sauce fan. Like, I mean, I'll eat it, but copious amounts are not for me. Sure. And see, you know, I'm a huge sauce fan. Like, I right. get like five sauces, extra sauces, so I can because just the like... the stuff is just right. the vessel for the sauce. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But I would not... I don't think I would like it on this particular no. offering no. from Taco Bell. I wouldn't have... And I'm glad that they made the changes they made. And yeah. I want to know your opinion as someone that's had the the Mexican pizza before in the before times and mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think it tastes different? Because um, pe- people online are claiming that this tastes different and worse than the original I like, don't, before it got I don't like. I don't think so. And I have my opinion on how they do the tortillas, and we'll get there in just a second. Mm. I know for I know we will. Um, but also, I'm fascinated in the the your your history lesson here, and the fact that it is vegetarian even with the beans, because you know refried beans. What are they cooked in most of the time? Like. They're cooked in an animal byproduct, right? I mean, that they kind can of, be, they yeah. can be like traditionally. I think that lard or you know some kind of animal yeah. fat or whatever. So it's fascinating to me that Taco Bell actually doesn't cook their refried beans like that. Yeah, well, I'm, and when I'm I've made refried beans a few times from scratch, and I only use olive oil. So mine are vegan, I okay. guess you could say. It's just like yeah. black beans and then a charred onion. You have to char, like literally peel the onion petals apart and get them black on the stove. And then put like olive oil and some, Okay, I think chicken stock maybe or chicken broth in there. Oh, well then that wouldn't be vegan. That's true, it's not vegan. Or vegetarian. Or if you put water, <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're putting water in there, You could put vegan. vegetable stock. Yeah. yeah, yeah, vegetable stock. But the fat is definitely, that one was olive oil. So. Okay. It makes a really good mix. Uh, I will not go back to eating refried beans out of the can. This is way off the topic. Really? 
Yeah, after I made those, I tried eating, like, the old El Paso ones out of the can, and they tasted like pure old tires. Wow. Like, it was disgusting. Interesting. So, yes. But, no, prop- Make your own from But I will, I will say, like, if that's true, like, uh, props to Taco Bell for, mm-hmm. like, actually making their refried be- beans and, like, yep. being, a, like, ev- like everybody, no matter your, your dietary, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you're doing, restrictions or whatever you want to call it, um, or your choice, your dietary choices, you could eat Taco Bell. Yeah. Sure. Well. Yeah, it's always been, like, a haven for vegans and vegetarians in the fast food uh, world. And also, like, I really like the, like, people from different religions who, like, religious beliefs you can't eat beef or pork or anything. Like, you can always find something at Taco yeah. Bell. So, you See, know, it is the universal uniter. It unites all faiths and all people. Hey, bag on ta- bag on Taco Bell all you want, but everybody, it's a great Don't you uniter. Bag on Taco it's, Bell. It's, it's a great sick. uniter. It's a great uniter. Yes, it is. It's a great uniter. It truly is. It brings everyone together. It doesn't discriminate <laughs> against anything. It brings everybody. Every- come one, come all to the Taco right. Bell, and then come one, come all to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we can deal with that after you've eaten the Taco Bell, but they'll take. However you are, you can come to the Taco Bell. Yeah, I like it. But that was a cool history. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I dug. I dug that topic. Yeah, good topic. Well, thank you. Thank you. I actually had fun looking it up. So I like this. This so far, it's been fun. It's been fun. And this is going to segue us right into America's second favorite segment. Everybody wants to try some food. Hey, we got the octave. Yes, yeah. got it. <laughs> it only took us fourteen tries. <laughs> Okay, so this week we got a couple, we actually got, we're trying several things. Yeah, a couple things. Um, so we have obviously a Mexican pizza. I went and picked up a fresh right out of the whatever, fryer or whatever. Mexican pizza from the Taco Bell. I also brought some um, cinnamon twists and some nachos. For Renee to munch on, since this is not a vegetarian item over here. So, we have all those things. These are, like, three of my favorite things. I I keep saying my three top... I have, like, ten favorite things from Taco Bell, because it's truly the goat of fast food. Um, We also, which I'm curious to hear, carry sauce on the Mexican pizza. Um, We also have this drink that was provided to us by a friend of the show, Amy. So, thank you, Amy, for this drink. Um, this comes to us from the Dollar Tree in Nicholasville, I believe. But this is a WBC's Maraschino Cherry Cola Craft Soda. And it comes in this fancy bottle. Um, I don't know what this word on the side is. I think it's, sh- sh- it looks German. Spricker? 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 Yeah, that's what it looks like. S-P-R- Maybe that's the brand. S P R E C H E R. Amy, when you listen to this, let me know if you know. Yeah, Sprecher. S S P R E C H E R Brewing Company, Glendale, Wisconsin. Well, there we go. Spreckerbrewery dot com. So I wonder if they make beer. Hey, ooh, they make beer. We need to find some. But uh, yeah, so this is craft cherry cola. So what do you guys think of the craft cherry cola? I actually liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I liked it way more than I thought I would. Right? Yeah. What do you think, Carrie? I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really? I did, for a dollar? Wow. Yeah. Soup, like, it was it was cherry, but it was also, like, it did have, like, a... Um, Almost like a cream soda. Yeah. yeah, did, a, yeah. Cream, a cherry cream soda quality this to it. This is actually the first soda we've had in a while that we've all liked. I was actually yeah. going to say that. Yeah. It wasn't super sweet. No. Right. Um, it says made with 100% real sugar. Ooh. So that's cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, I really liked it. It was good. Yeah, yeah this was good. Good choice, Amy. Yeah, I appreciate thank you. you. Thank you for that. This and we awesome. highly recommend this. So this is officially endorsed by Hinky. And yes. now I'm going to have to get on their website and see what else they have because, you know, if they're a brewery, yeah, I want some of their beer. And maybe they have other soda flavors. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. We need to stop in at the Dollar Tree and see what other kind of yeah, flavors they sure. have. For sure. Because, so. yeah, this is really good. Yes, we enjoyed. So very good. Very good call on that one. Yes. Um, Carrie, you had the Mexican pizza. I did. What did you think? It's been a while since I've had a Mexican pizza. Mm-hmm. Probably before they discontinued the olives, to tell you the truth. Wow, that has been a while. Yeah, it's yeah. been a while. Bring back the olives, it's please. Been a while. Because I really like the black olives. Um, but no, it was good. I actually, I really liked it. I liked it. Did it 
Did it taste different in quality to you? No, honestly. And there's something about the way they fry those tortillas. And I'm, again, I hate I hate to be the the bearer of non-vegetarian <laughs> vegan bad news, but the way that the, the taste of those tortillas almost tastes like they fry them in some kind of animal fat maybe i could be wrong you know know. somebody prove me wrong somebody look it up i'm not gonna look it up right now maybe i will while sarah's talking about the mexican pizza and her love for it but the (laughs) the bottom line is i thought it was good i liked it i love that the the the, whatever they fry those tortillas in just that's what makes it to me that gives it that nostalgic taste because that was the that's was also the taste of what remember when they used to have a taco salad Yes. Damn, that taco salad was so good. Don't even get me started on the taco salad. That is the goat of (laughs) items at Taco Bell that no one else ever ate. Like, that was my thing. So good. I was always eating the stuff on the menu that, like, people were like, what are you eating? That was stupid. Like, when you were sitting over here eating, like, soft shell taco supremes or, like, the, like, volcano burrito, which I, too, was eating, I was also three times a week having the taco salad and then the other days of the week having the Mexican pizza and then you throw in there a taco taco or the caramel apple empanada R.I.P. Bring that back. Bring back the early 2000s Taco Bell menu right now or I will scream very loudly <laughs> at a Taco Bell and cause a scene. So, but it's the same fry concept that they did with the, they do with the chalupas and they, and there's just oh, something, the it's a very, it's a very distinctive taste that they get the fry on that tortilla mm-hmm. and it's very delicious and the refried beans were very delicious mm-hmm. and the beef whatever it is, <laughs> um, was very good. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And uh, these little dweebs on the internet that are saying that it tastes different than it did two years ago, like, don't even get me started. You weren't alive long enough to know the difference between things. I've been eating this for at least 25 years. <laughs> like, I know how it used to taste, and I know how it tastes now. It tastes the same. You know what was good about it? Like, I really enjoyed about it is, so we got it, and then... We brought it back to the house, and it, it set for, for a few minutes. I mean, not, not super long, but it didn't get soggy. Like, it really wasn't soggy. Like, the crispness held up. Yeah. So, props to that. Yeah, for sure. Good job, Taco Bell. I knew you wouldn't let me down. I dug it. Yeah. How'd you, how were those cinnamon twists? Listen, the, I love, I'm not a big Taco Bell fan, but I do love their cinnamon twists, and... It's kind of hard to mess up nachos. Truly. Especially if it's just chips and cheese. Yeah. Kind of hard to mess that up. But I do like their cinnamon twist. So anytime anybody wants to get me those, I'm down for that. And they do have, I know they have some vegan options. Like you can get black beans, like a side of black beans Uh and the, the chips and the nacho sauce. That stuff is, I'd say not with the, oh, I know the cinnamon twists are not because they're made of egg noodles. Right. So that's not vegan, but it's vegetarian. Yeah. So, I mean, there's definitely options for you. You can get like, you can get things with just refried beans or black beans. You don't have to get the meat. It's a fully customizable menu. So that's, I feel like what sets it apart from other fast food places too. And like, I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but I'm a surreal stand for Taco Bell. Me and Drew Franklin are just real stands for that's Taco true. Bell. So according to this, that Taco Bell used to use partially hydrogenated so hydrogen yes, thank you, soybean oil to fry their foods, but that contained trans fats. So they switched to using canola oil, Can- canola oil in yeah. 2006. So hey, you know hey, what? Yeah, that's basically vegetable oil. So yeah. yeah. So they're getting a good fry on that with the canola oil. Is canola oil, is that soybeans? Mm, I don't remember. I don't know. You'd think as an agricultural person I would know that. I'm not a good one. Don't <laughs> ask me your agricultural questions. Um, but yeah, I mean, truly, everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people I know really just talk smack about Taco Bell and I just... I can't take it anymore. Quit talking smack about my favorite place. I walked in on two people at work talking about the other day, and I said, how dare you talk about my happy place like that? And then they were like, ew. It's just rude. Rude. Yeah. They poo-pooed it, but you know what? That's okay. We all have our tastes. We have different tastes. Well, you know what? It makes you happy, so as long as you're happy, that's all I care about. One of them did offer to make me 
like some really good Mexican at their house. And I was like, I mean, I'll come to your house and eat Mexican food. I'll eat Mexican food anywhere. So it'll work out. But yeah, so lots of good stuff on the table here. Yeah. It's safe to say we like well, a lot. Well, a lot of used to be good stuff on the table because it's gone. True. We, we took this True out. Story. Fair. And we yeah. downed this drink. Yeah, so. that you, drink is gone. That's one of the better sodas I've yeah. had in a while for, yeah. for real. Yes. Like for real. That's so it definitely beat ranch soda. <laughs> That's Corey's favorite. I don't know what you're talking about. I would drink my own <laughs> urine before I drink that ranch soda again. And I'm not even kidding. Yikes. Well, that won't be on the menu. Don't worry about that. Um, but speaking of sodas, it's now time for us to wrap it up by yeah. talking about what we're drinking that's not a soda. Well, that's not a cherry cola soda, craft soda. So, Well, I'm sticking to the water train. I'll go ahead and just throw mine out first. I've got... I've got it down a lot of water, and I'm st- I'm on the water train. So I'm I know I'm dull and boring, but this is what has to happen. I mean, I'll be on the yeah. water train when I go home. So yeah, no judge there. Um, since we went through Taco Bell earlier, you know, I had to get a Baja Blast, the Mountain Dew Baja Blast. I have the zero sugar version of it, but I got scared to ask in the drive-through. I don't know why. But I should have been like, do you have the zero sugar version? Because I only drink nerd soda, but I didn't. Yeah, and there but was, this is giving me life. There was nobody behind it. us either, so you tell us. I could that. have, yeah. <laughs> and they were super nice. So, like, probably the nicest, like, Taco Bell drive through I've been She was, she, like, she was really nice. nice. Like, she really was. Yes. Thank you, young lady at the Taco Bell <laughs> on, uh, in Hamburg. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. Very good business, you know. Very good service. So, yeah, Baja Blast over here. Always and forever. Do you like the leftover dregs of blue raspberry, which does not exist in nature, snow cone flavor? Then blue raspberry clear American fizzy water is for you. It might be for me, though. So, so you like it. No. So what you're saying is you like it. God, no. It's <laughs> awful. Okay, blue raspberry is a flavor that does not exist in nature. That's true. Raspberries are red. Yes, yeah. it is. If, if it is, it's GMO. Like, it's been it's been genetically modified and, in you know, biologically enhanced to be a blue raspberry. Do you think that um, Biosyn, the fictional biotechnology firm from the Jurassic World movies, made that? Yes. Yeah, because it's that bad. Yeah. And I heard that that new Jurassic Park film is awful. So. Yeah, I watched it. Wasn't a huge fan, but I did suffer through it. I didn't say I suffered. I did sit through it so that I could see Tremors at the drive-in. Yes. So, worth it. Tremors, good. Yeah, yeah. and Tremors at the drive-in was fantastic. So, I would recommend that. I'm going to make the CFO drink this since he bought it. <laughs> That's fair. That's um, punishment. And it will probably drain poor the rest of it because... I am not a huge blue raspberry snow cone well, tequila person. Not even help it. it. If it made its clothes fall off, it still wouldn't help <laughs> it. So I yeah, mean, no. I used to be way into those blue raspberry um, blow pop suckers. I mean, you can pour some of it in your cup if you really want to nah, try it. I mean, it's not the bottom of grandma's purse, but you know, <laughs> I've had quite enough carbonation for the day, so I think I'll pass. It's uh, it's not good. Well, that's it's, a bummer. It's a miss. Yeah. Well, thankfully, yeah. we had that good cherry soda that Amy. Yeah, that was good. Us. Yeah. That yes. was delicious. I would rather have way more of that than any of this blue raspberry stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. All righty. Well, good show. I liked it. Yeah. Some good history, some good food, some yeah. good events. Some good company. Yes, exactly. And good weather. That's right. And bacon yeah. was really good. Yeah, bacon was good. She's just literally snoring right behind me. So yeah. She wore herself out earlier, so I think yeah. she's uh, she's done. Yeah, <laughs> me too, though, for being honest. So It's been a long day, but that's okay, because we've been podcasting, and that's what we like to do. Yep. So if you want to hear more of the podcasting, uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at HungryKY. You can email us for HungryKY at gmail.com. And you can find our show, Hungry in Kentucky, wherever it is that you find 
podcasts. And then we have a blog, so where can we find that information? Oh, we do have a blog, and it is called Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. Uh, we are on Facebook and Instagram under Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and we are on Twitter at bbneats.com, or bbneats, and the website is bbneats.com. Make sure to follow us. I've, I'm probably more on Facebook than I am any of the rest of it, mm-hmm. so if you follow that, any time there's an event popping up or any uh, restaurant posting new food or anything going on, I try to always share it on there yeah. to try to get that out there, so if you follow us, you'll be You'll stay on the up and up of what's going on in Lexington. That's right. And then where do we find you at, Carrie? On the Twitter at GRLS Beer Sports. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Google Play. We're everywhere. Good podcasts are free. All righty. Well, thanks again for listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky.